Very, very exciting day today. Very, very exciting. There's a lot that we have to get to. Rabbi said we're starting the halachas of bosses. Okay, because this is going to be one continuous sugya uh, for the next couple of shiurim. It's very, very important for us to get these halachas clear. A lot of people, like, know that the sugya of bosses exists, but they don't really know exactly how it works and the details of the halacha. And often people get it confused and people make mistakes in it and it's not kedai. Which is why it's very important, Rabbi Sai, to give your full attention to every detail and part that we are saying, because every part that we're saying is going to be a continuation of another example, another an exception to the rule of bosses. It's absolutely crucial to make sure you have every detail. Binyamin, got it? Every detail. We're starting a brand new sugya, Mori. Brand new sugya today, very, very exciting. It's a sugya that, again, like I said, people don't exist, but don't know the ramifications and don't know the actual halachas. So you guys are zoicha Hashem to know the halachas properly. So we'll start like this. The general rule, let's try to define what does bosses mean. How do we define bosses? If you were explaining to somebody that was becoming religious, what is bosses? How do you define bosses? What, what, what is it all about? And the answer is very, very simple. The answer is, again, without going into all the details, which we have to go into, but in a simple way, that if I have a mukta item, that is placed on a non-mukta item, the non-mukta item that is holding up the mukta becomes mukta. Okay, that, that is a simple explanation to bosses. Makar is all over Mashtach to Shabbos, all over the place we find baskets of fruit with stones in it, we find shovels with ashes, and interesting, th- there's all sorts of examples of what this is, and we're going to have to go through it one by one to understand, Okay. So that is the general rule with bosses. Now let me make this very, very clear. Okay, because I don't want to say this every single time, but it's important to know. If something is a bosses, let's take a simple example, okay? Let's take a shtender, okay? You take a shtender, which is a non-mukta item, and you place something mukta on it. Now, what, what, what's the definition of something mukta? We'll get to it. What's the definition of placing? We'll get to it. But right now, I take a mukta item. Let's take a simple idea. Take a stone, and I put it on a shtender. The shtender has now become mukta. What does that mean? What, what can I do with the shtender? The answer is absolutely nothing. You cannot move it. You cannot shake off the mukta. You can't elbow it up. Nothing. You cannot touch the shtender now. The entire shtender has become mukta. Whereas, if it was not a bosses, which we'll get to, if it's not a bosses, then I would not be able to lift it up in the normal way because there's mukta on it. And therefore, when I pick up the shtender, I'm picking up the mukta. But what I could do is shake it off. And then I could use the shtender. So there's a major nafkamina if an item is mukta because of bosses or not a bosses. Because if it's a bosses, it remains mukta the ganze Shabbos. Even if the mukta got removed, by the way. Can you imagine, I put a stone on a shtender. 20 minutes after Shabbos began, a goy comes along and takes off the stone. That shtender is mukta the entire Shabbos. That's the din of bosses. Okay, we're going to talk about it. We're going to burst a lot of people's bubbles when it comes to um, trays of candlesticks. You guys are going to get married. You can actually know this halacha. Because unfortunately, a lot of people don't know this halacha. And we'll talk about it, Beis Hashem. But first, let's get the klolim very crystal clear. It's crucial to know all the details of bosses. And you miss one detail, it's all over. Okay, so Rabbi say you guys are zoika. Listen carefully. Okay, so first of all, before we start the details, what's the svara? What's the pshat? What's the svara of bosses? What's the svara behind the Issa of Bosses? A stand is not mukta, because there's something mukta on it, all of a sudden it becomes mukta. Mechadesa. Why? Anybody have an idea? Anyone want to say? What does that mean? That's nice. Anyone else? 
No, what's the swara? Explain to me a swara why a shtender should become muktzah because he has stone on it. Shaykhaz! Okay, so now the muktzah is gone. I can't move the shtender anymore. Even after it was taken away. That's the chiddush of bosses. Rashi learns like this. Shabbos Memzayim al Rashi learns the aside of bosses is a din of toffel. Toffel means secondary. Now when I place a muktzah item on top of something non-muktzah, the non-muktzah item becomes toffel, becomes secondary to the muktzah. It all becomes bottled to it because it's holding it up. That's the case. That's the reason why it becomes muktzah, becomes toffel. However, what's that? Because it, 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 when Shabbos came in, which we'll talk about why it's Kaveh when Shabbos comes in, but it's Kaveh when Shabbos comes in, and it was tougher when Shabbos came in. Rebekiv Egan, some Rishon Gimel says a similar svara that a dinner boss is a din bittel. I've mavatled because the most to think about it like this. If I put a stone on the shtender, what does that mean? That means I'm not interested in the shtender. Which leads us, Lemaisa, to the other svara that some of the other svarim bring down is a din of Hesach Hadas. In other words, when I put a stone on the shtender, I'm showing I don't want to use the shtender. Why'd you put a stone on it? Must be you don't want to use it. Ah, so you've missed you've missed that from it. You've like sort of that's what Livy was saying basically. You set it aside, saying I'm not interested in the shtender. That's hot. That's why you put a stone on it, right? So those are the basic svaras um, on that. And the question before we move on is um, Shaila, which is discussed in the Ritva, How much of the item holding the muksa becomes muksa? Let's say, for example, you have one of these big tables in the base of and you put one coin on the corner. The entire, the entire table becomes muktzah? One coin? Yes. Says the Ritzvah, that when there's one chayvetz of muktzah, the entire item becomes muktzah, with the exception, with the exception, Rukhide Eger discusses this in Mishnah Tess, and Rukhide Eger says, what happens if, for example, you've got a pile of Lego, got a whole pile of Lego, clicks, or something similar to that, and there's a muktzah on one of the pieces. The whole pile becomes muktzah, so we keep eager now. In that case, not, because every one is an individual piece, and therefore there's no problem. Okay? Um, we'll talk about different examples. Now, I want to give you just a chakira. I know it's a little bit early in the morning, but a little bit of a chakira from Maharaj Shashiva of Shambh Zatzal to try and understand this. And he says, what's the pshat in bosses? Is it the pshat that the item holding up the muktzah becomes bottled to the muktzah and basically becomes muktzah itself? Or is the pshat, this is the chakim that we said before, or is the pshat that a person was masiach das and makatsa das, meaning I don't want to use it because he puts any muktzah on it? Which one is it? My nafkamina. What's a nafkamina? Great lomda shachakim. My nafkamina. I said the nafkamina is nothing we'll deal with. If you put a challah on top of a tray of candlesticks, are you allowed to move the candlestick tray after the, after the fire went out? It's totally in this chakira. If you learn it's a din of bittel, so it won't help you. Because at the end of the day, the candlestick tray is miyuchad, specially for the candlesticks. So if I put a challah there, who cares? It's bottled already to the candlesticks. That's what it's made for. Whereas if you learn the pshat is a din of hesachadaz, but when I put the muksun, I'm showing that I don't want to use it. Oh, over here I show that I do want to use it because I put a challah on it. You hear the difference? Mori, you got the you got the chakira, you got the nafkamina? Beautiful. Okay. I'm going to ask you to write it down. Um, right, now we're going to go to the crunch. Now we're going to go through the conditions, okay? What do we have here? We have five conditions. Okay, it's extremely important to have these conditions clear. Because like I said, everyone knows buses. Who doesn't know buses? You can tell them, I'm learning buses in yeshiva. They'll be like, yeshiva? Huh? Buses in yeshiva? Say that, everyone knows buses. Oh, do they know all the examples? Do they know all of the halachas of buses? Most people don't. Okay? I challenge you to ask someone if they know all the t- conditions of buses. So I'm going to give you right now. What's that? Is that 
That is homework. It's not a bet. It's not a bet. But it's homework. What's that? Is the table also to move or to use? Also to move. You can always touch moksa. You could use it as long as it won't move. You can sit at it. Correct. You can sit and learn on it. No problem. Yeah. Can't move it. Even if the moksa's gone already. What about just like... A, a tiny... If it's like a little bit of a shaky table, that's not really cool yeah. moving. But if it's moving properly, it's more like an egg, and that, well, that's the Gemara already talks about that. A drawer, we'll talk about a drawer. Very good. There you go, a drawer next to your bed. What's the halacha with that when it's got muktza? It can also have non muktza in it. Right? For example, you can have a drawer in the kitchen. Does everybody have a drawer in their kitchen that's just like random stuff? Yes. Everyone does, no? It's not just, I'm not just crazy. So you've got a drawer that has all the stuff in it, like it's just piled up with like random stuff. If you need anything, you go to that drawer. You need an old battery, one of the AAAA batteries, it's going to be in that drawer because someone put it there from years ago, all the instructions how to use the oven or something like that. It's something stuffed into that drawer. So what's the halacha of that drawer? What's the halacha of so many things on Shabbos? What's the halacha of keys, for example? You've got a bunch of keys, and on that bunch of keys is your home key and also your car key. So I don't want the car key, I want the home key, but it's attached together. Right? What's the halacha if you pick up your Gemara and you've got that piece of paper, which is Muktzah? Does the whole Gemara become Muktzah? Some people are very makbid on this. They won't touch the Gemara because of this. A paper is Muktzah, we know that already. You're mopping on that? So you take it out before Shabbos, don't worry, I'll help you. Now, Professor, let me give you the five conditions. This is so crucial. Ah! Guys are so lucky, it's unbelievable. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem! Listen carefully. Condition number one. And we're going to go through them one by one in a lot of detail. Mordechai. You with me? Yeah. Very important. Condition number one. It has to have been put there to remain there the whole Shabbos. That's condition number one. Condition number two. It has to have been placed there by the owner. Condition number three. That it has to be that the item holding the mukta is only holding mukta. It's not holding anything else like something not mukta. Number four, it has to have been placed there before Shabbos, not on Shabbos. And number five, the mukta has to have some chashivas to it. Okay, so now we have the five conditions. Right, again, you're not going to find this in the Mishtabura. Like you open up a Mishtabura in Simon Shemchas, Shintesh, and Yud, Shin Yeralef, you're not going to find Vihine, Yesh Chamesh Tunoyim Bebosis. You're not going to find that. Right, so I put them together for you to make it easier for you. The five conditions that will make something bosses. If you're missing one of them, it's not a bosses. What is the din if it's not a bosses? Just to remind ourselves. If it's not a bosses, what's the din? You could what? Remove it in a weird way? Oh, you have to shake it off. That's the din. There's something on the table that for some reason is not a bosses. So you're not going to just pick up a table, do whatever you want with it. You have to shake off the mokta. Now you can move the table. That's only if it's not a bosses. If it's a bosses, shaking it won't help you. You're not even allowed to shake it. That's the difference between a bosses and not a bosses, okay? Now, if it fills all five tonoim, you have a shadow bosses. If you miss one at a time, it's no bosses bechal. Let's go through the conditions one by one. It's going to take us some time, but I'm telling you it's good. I thought about it. I thought maybe we could finish the whole bosses in one shit. But that's just ridiculous because I'm just going to give you like a summary. I want to go to the halachas properly. These are halachas that I'm telling you most people are not familiar with. It's kedai to know this. So we'll start like this. Al-Das remain there the Gantz Shabbos. There's a Gemara in Shabbos Kufchaf on the base. Where the Gemara talks about a neck, handle, that was placed on a table. And the Gemara says, shake the table so the candle will fall off. And the Gemara says, that's only allowed if it was Shachach. But if it was Maniach, then you're not allowed because it's the shame bosses, the dobo osa, and that is going to be osa. So what do we see from there? We see from here that there's a major difference between if the item was placed there called maniach, bedafka, or it was shachach, or if it was forgotten. Shulchan and Sintes, Sif Dalet, 
Paskin to Shmeloch and Amaisa, like this Gemara, straight from the Gemara, that there's enough Gemina how the item was placed. And this is very, very important for us to remember. If your passport is on your pillow when you come up to bed Friday night, what are you allowed to do? A passport remembers a Muktzamachmas Chasorin Kis. They use no head of Muktzamachmas Is your pillow Muktzam? So most people think, what's the big deal? Take your elbow, shove it off, and you're okay. Is that true? Because it's not a cliche like this. It's a Muktzamachmas Chasorin Kis. We explained that already. And therefore, if that's the case, knocking it off the pillow is not going to help you. Because the whole pillow just became Muktzam. So you cannot sleep on your bed the entire Shabbos now. But, however, this is why you have to know the details. There's a nafkamina if it was placed there or if it was forgotten there. That's the nafkamina. We find that straight from the Gemara and the Shochanach and Shintasi Dalapaskas as well. Let me give you some examples. Maniach means it was placed there to remain there. In other words, a person, for example, was going away for Shabbos. So he says, I don't need my bed. Okay, because I can put my passport on my pillow and I need it on Sunday morning. It's okay. I don't need it on Shabbos. Then he changed his mind. He's like, oh, I want to stay here for Shabbos. Bang, you got a problem. Because when you originally placed the Pamuksa there, you placed it to remain there. Right? That's what it is. And once you placed it to remain there, so it's going to be problematic in this case. What happens, and they ask from Shlomo Zalman, if a guy's an Amoritz, it's very, very sad. Lalini, we should never know of such people. We should never know of such things. But there are people out there that probably don't know Aloha. It's very, very sad. It's very, very sad. So this guy doesn't know the Aloha, and he didn't know that if you put a Mukta item on something, it becomes a bosses. Does it become a bosses? He had no intention for what? Because he knew if putting it there would make him mukta. Again, he's an Amoretz. He doesn't know the halacha. What can you do? Nebuch. Nebuch. Poor guy, he doesn't know the halachas. So he put it on without knowing it's become mukta. He has no idea. Does it become mukta? Also, Rosh Hashanah in the Kasha. Rosh Hashanah says we go by the MS. This guy's Amoretz. That's not our problem. The MS is it becomes a mukta. It becomes a boss. Ah, he didn't know. The Lachbatlanu. That's not our problem. And therefore, it's going to be, it's called a maniach. It's called a maniach. Okay? Now, um, okay, let me, let, me go to the, let me go to the flip side. I think it will make it clearer. What's a shachach? Now, a shachach will not make a bosses. A shachach literally means forgot. What does that mean? That means if a person put a muqtza item there, intendings, the Mokhanavom says this very clear in submission test, that if a person puts a muqtza item before Shabbos, he puts the passport on his pillar before Shabbos, I need it for a few minutes for Shabbos. I must make sure to remember to remove it when Shabbos comes in. He forgot to remove it. Asks the Morgan Avram, what's the din? He forgot. He put it there to put it there. He didn't just stum leave it there. He put it there to put it there. But his intention was to remove it when Shabbos came, before Shabbos came in. He forgot to do so. Is that a shachach? Is that a maniach? Nafkimini is going to become a bosses. What are you tying we have to be mean, shake it off. Shake it off, shake it off. Very good. Morgan Avram says that's called a shachach. I forgot. I forgot. And therefore, that's why it will not become a bosses. What happens if a person remembered, he sees it there, he's like, ooh, I must make sure to take off the frozen raw fish on top of the ice cream, which is sitting on in the freezer before Shabbos, otherwise, I'm going to have a trouble. The feed is Morgan Avram, it's going to be mutter. Why? Because again, the Morgan of Rome tells not only if you put it there, that's to take it down. If you remembered before Shabbos that you want to remove it, but you just didn't have time to do so, Binyamin, that's called a shachach. And Paskin's the Morgan of Rome, that's considered to be a shachach in that case. Another example. 
A person threw a box of matches somewhere and it happened to land on top of the plate. He didn't even cup, he didn't even know. He threw it, he threw it onto the shelf, he threw it on the shelf, it ended up being on the plate. He comes on Shabbos and wants to take a plate. He's allowed to take a plate? So the Kundim Mogadavam, he's allowed to do so. Because that's called a Shachach. Now again, you're going to have to shake off the Muktzah. But the Muktzah item, once it's off, will not turn everything else to be a Muktzah over there. Is that clear? So in other words, the only time Right, this is only the first condition. We have five conditions to get to. This is condition number one. The only time that an item will become a bosses is if I put it there, I'll ask to be there. I wanted the item to be on this surface. Not sure I wanted it there for a few minutes. I'll take it up before Shabbos where I forgot or I didn't remember. I wanted it to be there. Now it becomes Muktzah. And now it becomes a bosses, which means even if the Muktzah gets removed, you will not be allowed to remove it over there. Is that so far clear, Rabbi Say? Dovi, clear? Yes? Shimon? Got it. Very, very important. Now there's an exception. An exception is if an item is in its normal place. Right? An exception is like this. The Maganavon talks about this case as well. What happens if an item is in its regular place? If it's normally kept here? So here I don't care your kavana. Here I don't care if it's maniach or it's shachach. If it's in its normal place, it is a boss. What's a classic example? A guitar case. If there's a guitar in the case... Now, even if Lemaisa, I only put it there for a minute, I'm going to take it out because I want to use the kit. doesn't make a difference. That's its normal place. So there, automatically, the guitar case will become a bosses that even if the guitar is not in there on Shabbos because someone, for some reason, removed it, one of the children took it out, the case is going to be a bosses and will remain Muqsa, the gun to Shabbos. A wallet is a similar idea. Even if I put money in there just for a few minutes, my intention was to take out the money before Shabbos, it was only a shakha, doesn't make a difference because it's meant to be there. A stocker box, another example. Even if all the money got removed from the stocker box, or even if I put the money in there, I'll ask to take it out, but I just forgot, which is normally shachach, which normally won't make bosses. Again, since the, the item is made to hold muktzah and it's in its regular place, it's automatically going to be a rubbish bin. A normal bin is muktzah. It's normally bosses. Again, if it's empty, it's a klisha But if it's full of eggshells and all sorts of peels and pits that nobody eats, then the entire bin becomes a bosses. Doesn't make a difference if your intention was to leave it there, not to leave it there. Here it has absolutely no problem whatsoever. The same thing with the drawer. But Shimon will get to a drawer that has mutter and heter and issa. But if, if the, if the mutter is meant to be in this drawer, so I don't care whether or not I the one that had kavana to put it there did not have a kavana. Rabbi say it's late. Let me just talk about one last thing. We've only discussed one of the five conditions today. And that is derech akrai. There's a major shaila if a person places mutter onto something else, not be'etzem. Because he wants the item to hold it up. Right? Until now, what's bosses? I put a stone on the shtender. So I want the shtender to hold up the stone. So if that's the case, the shtender, which is the shtoli nachakir that we started with today, does it become, is it a din bittel, or is it a din hesachadas, whatever we got, we talked about that. But then, the item is holding it up. I wanted it to be there. What happens, and the Truma Zedeshan asks this kasha, whether or not a person puts something, derech akrai ba'alma. I'll give you an example. A person put a um, uh, raw fish in the freezer on top of the chocolate mousse. Now, he didn't put it there because he wanted the chocolate mousse to hold up the, 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 the raw fish. He put it there because he's got no other space. The freezer is full. He's got no other space. That's the only place he can put it. That's called Derech HaKrai. Is that going to be a bosses? Nafkamina going to take the chocolate mousse out and use it on Shabbos for dessert? Or do we say bosses in that case? So the Truma Sadeshan brings somebody that asks him this kasha. And he wanted to say that it's Asa and it's Mamesha bosses. 
and as I pass in the Taz Aloha Lamaisa, that I don't care if a guy put it there because there was no space. He put it there. He knew what he was doing. It's going to 100% be a boss. That's how the Trumas Adesha Paskins, and that's how the Taz Paskins. The Mogadavon comes along, and the Mogadavon brings the Shoyal, the questioner, the person that asked the Trumas Adesha and the Kasha, and he wants to tell the Lahalokha Lemaisa that there's a Mokoim to be Makan, and Lazay Paskim, the Meiri, Shulchan Acharav, the Yaivitz, and Mogzi, and others as well. And therefore, Lahalokha Lemaisa, there are many, including the Archa Shulchan, also his Loshan is Miu Amekul, Badurabonon, the Yivsid, and Lazay Paskin also, as I mentioned, the the, the the Meiri, the Beis Meir Paskin this way, the Benish, the Benish Chai Paskin way, the Chovetz Chaim, and Nezi Yisrael Paskin this way as well, not in Chovetz Chaim, you don't find it in the Mishnah so clearly, but in the Sefer Nezi Yisrael, he brings it down. So there's definitely a mocking for a person to be makel, but a cry ba'alma. Again, the, the, the idea of a cry ba'alma means he put it there because there was no other, he put the matches on top of the, you know, the plates because there was nowhere else on the shelf and he didn't want the kids to get to it. Not be'etzim because he wanted it on top of the plates because he needed the place to hold it up because there was nowhere else to put it. There's no other Space. That's a cry by Alma, which is a machoikas a choinim, la locha lemaisa, pashas, we can be makel. Unless you don't have to be, then obviously you should be machme. But in a case where you can be, you, should, you can be makel in that case. The next shari we have to get to is who has to place the mukta there? For example, if your cleaner comes along on Erev Shabbos and she sorts out the house and she takes something mukta and she puts it onto somewhere. Hi, I, I wanted to use that on Shabbos. Now on Shabbos you come like, hey, she put it on there. Is that does that become a bosses or does that not come a bosses? Beis Hashem tomorrow. We'll see after the Shmaya. We'll go to the Rochas. Have a wonderful day.